Ladies and gents, so I've got my man Vinnie Goff on the line today, and it's funny because we've literally only just met about 20 minutes ago, didn't we, Vin? Properly, we've known of each other for a while, yeah. We've only just yeah, met yeah. them, man. It's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, uh, the competing fitness industry—it's it's mad, isn't it? Like, but yeah. it's um, it's a great way to connect, like. Hundred percent. Yeah. So I knew of you through competing and stuff, right? Because. I just got my pro card, WBFF pro card for the listeners. It's a bodybuilding federation, basically. Just got my pro card. And then I think you just won the world championships at the pro level at that point. And I was like, I remember thinking, oh, it's actually possible then to win. You know what I'm saying? Because obviously you got, you know, William Fallade. Then you had like Ross Dickerson as the only one to beat him in the past. And you had Sean Stafford, obviously, right? Dominating. And when yeah, I saw yeah. you win, bro, it was, it was inspiring, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's funny. I never, I never, because the, the, I, I got it in my head that I really wanted to do a competition. And then I was looking at, obviously, then you start, you know, YouTube and WBFF, don't you? Like, and you're, I was looking at Sean Stafford and going, well, I'd love to be able to, uh, you know, get a pro card, you know, be savage just to be like them, you know? And then, yeah, so it was, I'd never in a million years thought I was actually going to win it. Never. Mm. But it was, um, no, it's, it's good to have done, isn't it? Like, yeah, man. I even uh, I even stole your idea for the swimwear, bro. I wore exactly the same ones. <laughs> I did a competition uh, two years ago here in Australia, man. I had like three years. Yeah, I did the, the Worlds in 2016. I think the year after you won. And then I just didn't do any. I was going to stop altogether. Then I just did one more a couple of years ago here, pro show. And I, uh, I wore the same trunks as you, man. I thought, look, if Vinny's going to win wearing those trunks. Uh, but I didn't win, but I still, I still stole the trunks, bro. Yeah, that's it. It's all about the trunks, man. It's all yeah. about the trunks, mate. But no, yeah. um, so what's been going on with you then, mate? So in terms of, you know, the competing and stuff like that, right? Because it's interesting what you were just saying then, because I was the same, man. I was, uh, I was actually competing with another federation. Long story short, I saw that WBFF was the way forward, right? Because it's interesting with this federation, right? Because a lot of it is on marketability as well. Like, they like you to be absolutely shredded in insane condition, obviously. Yeah. But it's like, you know, the look as well, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that helps a bit as well, man. But uh, yeah, I was the same. I was inspired by a lot of those guys. And then I jumped ships, competed with them, never looked back then, mate. You know, they, they were enjoyable shows. I got my pro status. I got, you know, I think what I kind of deserved. Um, but what was it that kind of inspired you then, mate, to, to jump on stage and stuff? I don't, I, to be honest with you, I don't know. Like, I mean, I played, I played a lot of rugby growing up. I was obsessed with rugby and... You know, this is this is what I wanted to do. Wanted to play rugby, and then I got I, I got injured basically when I was um, just about to you know make the transition from schools rugby into into senior rugby, and then I um, I, I got injured, ripped the adductor tendons off my off my bone, and um, I was out for a year trying to see if it could be healed. I couldn't, so I had to get surgery on it. And I was out for two years. Sure, at that at that age, man, you can never get back into it. Like mm. you know, if you're out for two years, so I was. So I didn't really know what to do when I got into fitness. And then I always kind of knew that I, I had good genetics, you know, with, with training and stuff. And obviously that, that's the main, main part of it, isn't it? Mm. And so I was like, okay, look, I, I'd like to do this. And I, I, I met a girl who I ended up uh, being in a relationship with who kind of encouraged me to do a show, like, you know? Mm. And, and I just, I saw WBFF. I think it was just from Instagram or it was Instagram mm. just looking off back then. I can't remember, but maybe it was Facebook. Mm. I think I would have seen Sean Stafford, like yeah, yeah. Williams, Williams Filet, like, and then I was like, all right, I want to be like that. So I, I, I was like, okay, look, I'll see how I get on. Like I did, I, I 
did a couple of shows and I was like, okay, yeah, this is, this is deadly, you know. Mm, nice, man. Nice. So just uh, like backtrack a bit then, mate. Just tell us a little bit more about, you know, who you are and I guess a little bit more about your journey, if you wouldn't mind sharing, because you've had an insane transformation, same as myself, you know. And I feel like the transformation, our personal transformation, you know, having had struggles with certain things I've mentioned before, I used to struggle with binge eating disorder. I used to party way too much with my mates and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And do a number on myself for a long time. Always, always trained and stuff like that. So always had that as, which would pull me back in and, you know, keep me humble, you know, in the gym and stuff. But, yeah. you know, I think my transformation has been definitely 100% so helpful as a coach, you know, building the, yeah. the program that I built. And I think uh, you'd probably say the same for yourself, right? Because you've had a transformation with your lifestyle, with the way you were living, you know, mm-hmm. and obviously what now the value you can add to your clients' mm-hmm. lives, right? So uh, just talk us through that a bit, if you wouldn't mind, mate. Yeah, so I mean, when I was... When I, when I was, I suppose, when I was younger, I, I, I would have always seen, seen them, you know, always felt like I didn't fit in anywhere, you know what I mean? I didn't fit into this social group or this social group, and I always felt like I had something to prove in order to, 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 be, to be accepted, you know what I mean? So that was kind of, you know, that's why I kind of did well in rugby, and it's why I did well in, 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 in I suppose, bodybuilding as well. But, and it, it was more just about... Uh, you know, I kind of wanted to do something in the hope that it would make me happy. You know what I mean? In the hope that I would then be able to be a person that people liked or people looked up to, you know? Mm. And it would get me recognition. People would like look up to me and, you know, and I might get girls or whatever it was. But, you know, it was only really after, you know, I, I, I did the shows and kind of realized that, you know, nothing really changed. I was still the same person. I was still who I am. I was still very much feeling different, feeling like I didn't fit in anywhere, feeling that, you know, I wasn't good enough, which kind of led me down a, a, a road then of, of, of kind of heavy drug use and drinking. Now, I would have always been drinking and, and partying from a very young age anyway, you know, but taking, short, taking stints off. Like mm. before competing, I wouldn't have drank for like six months or whatever, you know? Mm. Um, but, but then I always would have got back into it and got back into it hard. And, and I suppose just, you know, for, from my journey of recovery, I've realized that this is something that a lot of addicts have and alcoholics have. It's, it's just uh, being restless, being discontent, being irritable, not happy with who they are as people. They're always see themselves being different to other people, always trying to, you know, impress people. So, um, you know, and, and just doing anything to take you out of your current state, whether that's an excessive training session, whether that's sex, whether that's buying stuff online, whether that's drugs, whether that's competing, whatever it is, something that, that would take me out of my, you know, my, my current state because I hated my current state just being, just being basically, you know, and that's mm-hmm. kind of what led me into yeah. drinking. Yeah, yeah, no, interesting, man. I appreciate you sharing that. And yeah, I can relate to that myself, you know, because you see that a lot now, don't you, Vin? You know, obviously using competing as an example, it's like you see all of this. I've said this before, right? But like how many kind of eating disorders and stuff did you witness with your peers, right? As a, as a competitor. I saw more, you know, in, in the peers that I was competing with than I did in, you know, the hundreds of people that I coached over the years. You know what I mean? And you find a lot of the time that obsession 
right? With, you know, I want to get shredded and get on stage. And then it becomes like, if you were narcissistic before, it just takes you to a whole nother level of narcissism, doesn't it? You know what I mean? Feeding, and I know you've been there as well, man. You know, like feeding off the Instagram likes. You know, I'm not sure if you ever did a photo shoot with like Giles Crofter. Did you ever one of those? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the photo shoot. And then I remember my Instagram blew up and I was like, it went straight to my head. And I was kind of yeah. there, you know, I was, I was running away from like, you know, certain problems and stuff like that. But you do see that at an extreme level, right? It's like, I've got all this shit going on in my life. What I'll do is I'll just block it out and compete. You know what I mean? You see that a lot, yeah. don't you? Amongst those, yeah. you know, bodybuilders and stuff. But yeah, it is. It's very damaging, man. You know what I mean? Because you start to think that your whole, you know, you put everything on, everything's based on how you look at the end of the day in, in competing, mm. you know, especially with the WBFF. It's not just a base on being in shape, but you have to have the whole presence. You know what I mean? Okay. It's everything. Yeah, yeah. So there is a lot of pressure on you. And I mean, you do turn extremely narcissistic, checking yourself in the mirror every five seconds to see if you put yeah. on any body fat, like, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or, and, you know, never putting up a photo if you're not looking perfect, you know, or how you think you look perfect, you know, even though it doesn't make any difference. And it's just, you know, and you're, you're, you're not developing any of those skills that make you human. So you're not developing, you know, your, your people skills, outgoing skills, all that kind of things that you need to in life to be a whole person. You're only really mm. focusing on how you look and that's everything. Yeah. 100%. And it's just so it's just it is very damaging, man. And it did, it let me very I got very anxious before shows. Massively anxious. You know what I mean? Mm. The thought of not winning would be so crippling to me. I couldn't, you know, and it was just I was one of the like some people can do shows and compete for long for a long period of time and it's and you know and they're fine. I'm just one of those people that can't. I couldn't take it. I couldn't take the pressure, maybe. I, I couldn't take, you know, I couldn't take who, who I was turning into. Like, mm. it was just, yeah, it's not good, you know? Mm-hmm. How did you manage to overcome all of these issues there, man? Because that could have went, like, really sour, right? Because, you know, like you said, you were an addict and stuff like that for a period of time, right? And then, mm. you know, you managed to flip the script and obviously now, you know, tables have turned now, right? You're actually... Like I just said, then obviously a lot of our hardships we can then use yeah. to benefit, you know, our clients, whether that be relationship, relationship we have with food, with alcohol, whatever, right? You know, yeah. once you overcome those things and you go through those struggles and come out the other side. So, yeah. what was it that kind of helped you get through that? Was it like, was there a moment where you thought, you know what, man? Like, I don't know whether you went on a bender or whatever, and you were like, this is enough, man. I've got to change, or was it just like a gradual thing? No, I think it was more so after the shows, I went to live in London and then I kind of, I was going to do muscle model. So I was putting on muscle and, mm. well, you know, I kind of, the drink and drugs just got a hold of me. Like it was London, you know, and mm. I came back to Ireland and I was still always in the back of my mind, I'm going to compete, I'm going to compete. Like, and, but it was just the drugs and drink just took hold. And I think it was, man, it was right, you know, right at the end, I, you know, it was bad. I mean, I would have been using a lot of cocaine during the week mm-hmm. at the weekends, you know, staying up for a few days, drinking massively. Like, um, you know, the, I, I lost my business. I mean, I lost all my clients. Everyone that kind of knew me in Dublin knew that I was a bit a mess, you know, and I knew that. And I was, you know, there, the, yeah, everything, everything just basically came crushing down, you know? Yeah. And, I had to move back. I was very lucky because obviously if I didn't have my parents, I wouldn't have had a place to live. But um, I moved back home with my parents and, and obviously had to have a look and see what the fuck is going on. Like, you know, and I knew, I always knew I had a problem with drink. Always did. Ever since I drank for the first time, I got hammered. Like, 
Mm. Wouldn't be like other people, you know what I mean? I'd be looking at other people having a few drinks and they'd have, you know, a couple of sips out of their pints. I'm like, fuck him, why is he taking so long drinking that pint? Just fucking drink it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Get up to the bar to have another one, like. And it's just, so I always knew, I always knew that, but it was just, um, I kind of, when, I'm, when I went home, I kind of, when you're in recovery, we think that it's just a problem with drinking drugs, but obviously it's not. It's a problem with you. You know, yeah. there's a reason why you're drinking so much and taking so much drugs. So it, 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 it forced me to look at all aspects of my life and all aspects mm-hmm. of my personality and, and to look at my past and resentments and, and issues and insecurities and everything. And it just, it, that's basically what allowed me to kind of, mm. you know, get, get, get to where I am today. Like. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm just thinking now for anyone listening, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this, right? I mean, they, they may have been through something similar or they'll definitely know someone, right? We all, you know, mental health is, is rife nowadays, right? And the stuff you're talking yeah, about with yeah. addiction. Mm. So, how, like, what was the, you know, process? Like, what was the process? Because obviously you said you went back home and then obviously the process, the road to recovery. What did that look like? Was it like therapy sessions? Was it, you know, obviously just, what was it like? Have it been around different people, changing your environment? I, I, I assume, may, uh, you know, would have played a part. Yeah, well, like no. So I went, I went home um, to 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 uh, back back to Wicklow, and I, like obviously you don't. So I, I went to this doctor who specialised in addictions. Now, obviously, a doctor can't. When it comes to be uh, an addict, he, he, a doctor can't help you. You know what I mean? Because there's no scientific. You know, there's no scientific way of, of healing if you're an addict. You know what I mean? Mm. You can't just take this pill and get better because you're an addict. So. You know, um, went there for uh, about 12 weeks and I was going out every weekend. But I, I mean, I got about two months of body, I think, when I went home. Um, but I remember I needed, I was at home in Wicklow and I was, where we live is very rural, you know, so it's isolated. There's no one around. And my sister came home with her kids from, from Saudi Arabia, I think. And I was like, oh, I need to go on a night. It was Christmas time and everyone was drinking and it was like, uh, you know, everyone was out partying. You're like, and then, of course, you don't remember, you don't, you see everyone, all these good looking people out, you know, dressed well, having a few drinks, and you're like, oh, wow, you know, that's what it's like when I'm out, but it's obviously it's not. When I go out, it's completely different. Like, Can't you don't, yeah, you don't, you don't yeah. remember, you don't, you're not even that. present, you're not even present, are you? You're just chasing the next high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, know, yeah. I know what you mean. I was exactly the same with alcohol, you know what I mean? At one point. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so I went out and, and I ended up relapsing and I ended up, I got a hotel on my own. Um, got a bag of coke and loads of booze and just sat in the hotel room for two, two days on my own and just basically drank and got high and then uh, I called a friend of mine uh, who I knew was always partying and ended up staying with her for two, for two months just drinking and partying and then she kicked me out <laughs> towards yeah. the end. I had nowhere to go. My parents knew. My mum would have been crying. And my dad knew, everyone just knew, and I, and I just, uh, and it was then I went to my, my, my first meeting of, of basically where, you know, pe- people go to, it's like a, you know, it's a support group of, of other addicts, alcoholics, other, other drug addicts. And I went there and I just sat in a meeting, listened to what people were sharing. I could, you know, I heard what other people were going through and I was like, fuck, I'm like that. And literally, I just went up to the girl who was talking, and he was he was kind of you know leading the meeting. And I just after I said her, look, I'm I'm really I need fucking help. You know what I mean? I, I really really need help. I can't stop drinking. I can't stop doing drugs. I just 
spoken my life up and I don't know what to do. Um, she she helped me initially. Um, a really lovely girl, and then I was so that kind of got me through the first maybe couple of couple of months. And then I met another guy, an older guy who kind of helped me as well for maybe a, a, another year, which was really good, and that got me through the first year. Second year, then I met another guy who helped me through, and obviously all the time you're going to meetings multiple times a week, you know. Yeah. Um, and you're you're identifying with what everyone else is saying. All the other guys who you, you think in your head, oh, an alcoholic, someone who lives on a lives in a sleeping bag on the street. It's not me, like you know, I don't do that, so I'm not an alcoholic. But it, you know, it's 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 not it's not true. Like, um, you start listening to people, and you 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 start getting networks, you start getting friends with these people, you start realizing that you know what, there's actually a life out there that's not. That's not all about drinking and drugging, like, you know, and mm. you start feeling better about yourself. Obviously, you know, your life starts getting good again. And, and, and yeah, so that's basically what, um, that's basically how, how I got through it, you know. Mm. Now, there's obviously, there's been, there's been, um, there's been times where you go, fuck, you know, you know, uh, you, you think, oh, shit, it would be so much easier if I could go out and drink or, you know what I mean? I, I'm single as well. So obviously you're like, fuck, you know, where I, you know, it's hard to meet girls if you're not going out to bars. But then you realize that actually I wasn't meeting girls anyway in bars towards the end, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in bits all the time. So um, it's definitely, it's definitely recovery, man. It's, it's, been, it's been the worst thing to ever happen in my life, but it's also been the best thing to ever happen in my life. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, as crazy as that sounds, but yeah, no, that it, makes it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I think that's a prime example of what you said then as well, right? Is what we were talking about. You know, you were on the front of magazines. You know, I think you were anyway. You were definitely in. Obviously, yeah. when you won the Dilly Biff F Wolds, right? And at that point, obviously, you were struggling with addiction, right? When you and so you would look at the pictures. It's like goes to show, right? Social media and Instagram, right? All those photos you see, because someone ordinarily would just look at you, you know, on stage in your swimming swimming wear and just go, "Wow, like he looks like a picture of health." You know, obviously, a bit too shredded, right? So maybe a bit past health. But you know, you know what I mean with that with that spray tan as well, mate. That works wonders, doesn't it? You might look like a vampire if you have that spray tan and you're yeah. good to go. But people would look at that and they would look on Instagram, for example, at people, you know, like we were, right? Very narcissistic, chasing likes on Instagram. Yeah. I think, wow, they look really healthy. I, I want, I want to be like them. You know what I mean? But in reality, what's going on behind the scenes is is, yeah. is terrible, right? So that goes to show, man, that, you know, you can't always judge a book by its cover. But, mate, hats off to you, man. So has it been like, is it like three and a half, four years or something now? So you haven't had a... No, I haven't had a drink or a drug in, in, in nearly four years. Yeah, three, nearly four gone. years, oh, yeah? yeah? That's solid, yeah. mate. Fair play. That's I, So with no... So do you ever get... So obviously you still get tempted at times, right? Like you said, there's times... I not, do, not, I do, Tempted, but. yeah, yeah. It was more. It was more at the start. At the start, yeah. I remember at the start. I was. I was here with an ex-girlfriend in Lisbon. Actually, I was made sober for about three months at this stage. And I don't know if you know. You've never been to Lisbon, but every single time you leave your hotel room, there's people going, "Do you want to buy coke? Do you want to buy coke? Do you want to buy coke?" I remember. That's interesting because the drugs are the drugs are legal there, right? I thought yeah, drugs they were, are. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, insane. Yeah, okay. everybody goes over stags and stuff, you know. So I remember. I remember uh, I was here with an ex-girlfriend and I kind of got it in my head, you know, I was on holidays. First time I'd been away, you know, I'm being sober. And I was going, and then we had an argument. And I was going, I could easily just get a hotel room here and just go down to that guy and get, get coke. Like. And I, but I didn't, I ended up bringing a member uh, in, my, in my group at home to look, I'm fucking really struggling here. And they just got, got me through, man, you know, and I was wow. fine. Uh, and, and that was it. Like, but that goes to show though. 
That goes to show though, man, how important it is, right? To have community, right? You know, imagine you didn't have that person who could relate to you, who could put you straight, right? Imagine you felt isolated because a lot of people haven't got that, right? So like, imagine how, how terrible, how like much of a nightmare that would have been for you if you would have said, yeah, I'll, I'll just go and get, you know, a bag of Coke or whatever. Yeah. So it goes to show, right? The importance of community is, is so important, right? So, yeah, man. So all in all then, so over the last, say, 3.5 years or sorry, four years or so. So now, obviously, fast forward and obviously you're a, you know, you're a transformation coach. You were a personal trainer for a while as well. Talk to us a bit more about what you do now and like how you help people, man. Well, I help guys. So I help guys who are similar age to myself, so over 30s. And, you know, are kind of driven guys who have been putting so much effort into their careers, putting, you know, effort into building a career for their families that they've let their, you know, body shape go and there they want to try and improve their, their shape. They want to get lean, they want to put on muscle, but also they want to boost their confidence as well. So it's kind of giving people, giving guys tools to be able to, you know, not only look the best they, 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 they ever have, but also be able to have the confidence to dominate all aspects of life, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and you, you, you actually said it because the thing, the thing, you know, when people, when I was going out buying a bag of coke, what was I really want? What was I really wanting to do? I was wanting connection with other humans. That's mm. what I was wanting. I didn't know it at the time, but I would take coke, so I, I would bring people or call over places or whatever. It was just connection with other humans mm. because you're so isolated, especially in that industry, man, in in the fitness world or in when you're competing, you're isolated. You know what I mean? Because the mm. only friends you might have are also competitors who aren't really friends. You can't really confide in them you know what I mean and it's it's that isolation and, and that's the thing with, with with our coaching groups is that we have it's a group we have members as people with you you know what I mean mm. and it's it's that it's that human connection that that I wanted to be able to give to people that mm. I never had you know yeah yeah 100% vital man vital it's so you important know? isn't it and it's and that's what I find as well you know because community the just the power of community in general right you know, it's one of those like four pillars of health, right? You've got your training, nutrition, sleep, and then, you know, social connections. But obviously yeah. with the, the times we live in now, mate, right? Obviously crazy times, yeah? So obviously that's almost in some senses being stripped away from people now, right? So I feel like, you know, obviously our, our programs are online, right? But that community element in terms of people getting results as well, right? People actually, because like you said, then you had that guy, you know, you can relate this to anything, right? With bad habits, cocaine, food, whatever it is, right? You know, you had that guy there to put you straight, right? And it's the same when you have a community of like-minded people around you, right? Who uh, who share a similar vision or the same vision as you, you know, um, it really, really helps. And I've noticed with clients as well, they just, they just thrive off that. You know what I mean? Because, uh, you know, what is it? Your, your, your net worth is your net work, right? So it's so important, man. So in terms of like coaching methods and stuff then, Ben, right? So how you actually help your guys, you know, level up every area of their life, right? Get more confident, obviously build the physique they want and perform at their best. What would you say are like, I know everyone's completely different, but what would you say the fundamentals are, you know, for anyone listening now, you know, I bet a lot of people want a piece of that, right? So what would you say are the fundamental things that you focus on, you know, with, with most clients? Well, I'd say before I get into that, I'll, uh, when we were talking about the community, I was just, I thought I'd say this. I think, you know, even even me, when I'm, even when I got to Lisbon or even got to Portugal, okay, so I moved here on my own. Yeah. You know, don't, don't speak the language, I speak English, I don't speak any yep. Portuguese. No, I'm a battle, that's about it. Yeah. Well, I started feeling isolated. 
you know, I started feeling a little, you know, not having that human connection. Those mm. the same meetings aren't that I used to, that I go to at home aren't here. And all of a sudden I start getting, you know, more angry, more resentful, things like that. You know what I mean? And it's yeah, because yeah. of not, not having that. So it's, it's, it's so, so, so important that, that, that sort of that environment, that, that, uh, mm. that community aspect, you know? Mate, I'm and glad you said is, that. Go on. Yeah, continue. Yeah. And, and, the, and the thing is, you know, when you said, oh, when I reached out to that guy, he put me straight. Yeah. Is I wanted sobriety so fucking much. You know, yeah, I just yeah. hated my life. I needed it so much. And what a coach told me, what a mentor told me a few years ago was, when the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of change, then you'll change. Mm. So, you know, it's, it's, if people really, really want to stop eating certain ways, stop, uh, you know, putting on body fast, stop, you know, whatever it is. If they want it so much, then they will, you know, ask for help and they'll ask in the group. They'll spark up conversations in the group. They'll reach out to your coach when you want to have a pee or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Mm. So, so, so that's, that's, that's the, that's the thing, you know, you've really got to. Yeah. Got that's to a great it. point, man. That's such a great point. I'm glad you elaborated a bit on that because, uh, you know, pain, pain drives action, right? When you get yeah. to a certain level of pain, it's only going to go one or two ways, right? You can you can keep going down, or you can take action. Like you said, I think what is it? The the pain of staying the same basically becomes yeah, yeah. too much, and then you you know that that change is just it has to happen because sometimes people can't get any lower, right? That's probably where yeah, you were yeah. at. And mate, you made a really good point there because obviously, just for the listeners anyway, just a bit more about my story, right? Obviously, I moved to Australia, right? From yeah. the UK, like just over four How years ago. Did you find that, man? How did you find? Did you go on your? Did you move there on your own or what? Yeah, I did, mates. And what you were saying then was resonating so much, man. I moved out. I've got a few friends from like Wales who live here, so that was yeah. for me a bit of a safety net, you know. Some good friends as well, a couple anyway. So, but at the same time, though, I come out here and it's like you know, it's like everyone's got their own little lives and stuff like that. And then I, I was isolating myself a lot, you know. And I was getting yeah. the same. I was getting, uh, I was for the first year, it was a lot of struggles, man. Like a lot of mental struggles, you know, like really, feel, like you said, loneliness, um, feeling isolated, feeling like, was this the right decision, man? You know what I'm saying? I'm like the other side of the world, you know? Although the lifestyle is great and everything out here is awesome, you know, I was doing okay business wise and stuff. But yeah, man, that was a big thing for me as well, mate. It was a big thing, you know? And then obviously, as I adapted and obviously I met my partner and stuff like that as well. And um, yeah, man, things looked up then. But I feel like what you're saying is so important, man, because that connection is key. It's key, isn't it? And how, long, how long were you in Australia before you kind of started to go, okay, no, I'm, I'm happy here, I think? It was a good kind of like year. It was, it was probably, about, probably about nine months or something like that. About nine months. It was, it was a good six, the first three months. You know what it's like? It's all the excitement. Like, yeah, this is all you know, novelty. This is great. Love this way of life. And then it got to like, I don't know, just got to a point then where I was like, oh man, like, you know what it's like? I'm the same. I don't really want to go out. Like if I'm going out for a few drinks with someone, like I wanted to be someone I'm mates with, you know what I mean? I'm not not the kind of person to like, just, just hang out with people that I'm not really mates with. You know what I mean? Like go out for drinks with them. I would do it once or twice, but like, I wouldn't force it. I'd rather stay in on my own mate. You know what I mean? And then that goes back to what you were saying you end yeah. up getting isolating yourself then, you know, because you don't want to be going out like hammering yourself and going back yeah. to old behaviors, right? That's such a good point, yeah. actually. Yeah, it is. No, but it's, it's mad, you know. I'd be, I'd be quite, I did one of these personality tests. It's like, I think I'm a little bit more introverted than ex- extroverted, you know. Then you get extroverted people who have to be around people and they, they'll gladly go to bars and with people they don't really know, 
you know, and they will be fun for them. Whereas that wouldn't be fun for me. Like it mm. wouldn't, you know what I mean? Mm. I, I would rather sit here on my own and watch TV. That would be more fun. Same. You know, so, so it, it, it's, yeah, it very much depends on your personality trait, but that's, that's what I loved. And that's why I love those meetings because we, we, all, all we ever think is the only way we the social out that we have is by going to a bar, but it isn't. There's so many other things there. It's just, that's what we're programmed to believe. Mm. You know, like, for instance, with my dog, there's dog meetup groups. There's expat groups who, you know, have barbecues. There's like, um, you know, there's group meetings that I go, all, all that kind of stuff, you know? So there's so much more that I would actually enjoy doing. Yeah, you know, whereas if you go to, go to a bar with people I don't know, yeah. Or go on a first date with some girl who doesn't speak English. You know what I mean? It's in a yeah. bar. It's like, I don't want to do that. Like, it's yeah, bores me, absolutely bores me to death. Like, yeah, hundred percent, mate. And that's a good point. It's like there's so many things you can do with your fun activities and all the rest of it, right? Which don't involve drinking, but we are programmed to think that way, aren't we? Well, it's, yeah. cra- it's crazy, man. So um, I was going to say something then on what you were talking about, man. But I think it's just uh, it's just interesting for people to hear, right? Because bottom line is, like, you know, we both got our own stories. You've just moved away again now. And just having that community is king, right? So do you feel like with the community you've built, obviously, and that's another thing as well, right? Like there's so many different online communities now. Like you said, there's expats, there's dog walking groups. You can just go on Facebook and find most groups now, right? But um, do you feel like you, because there's more to it, right? When it comes to building the community we built as well, right? The program. It's like people value different things, right? It's like, yeah, people people come to you, don't they? The first, right? And they're like, right. What starts with... I want to lose a few pounds or I want to get mm. leaner, I want to build some muscle transpires into something else. Right. You know, yeah. and it's like, well, oh, wow. Like there's people just like me in this group that I can really relate to and who actually push me out of my comfort zone and keep me yeah. on my toes. Right. And then there's also like, you know, there's, there's education as well. There's like different aspects, right. Which people value. So it's not all like it turns into something then, which is like, you know, just a complete change of lifestyle and mindset. Right. And you know, yeah. that's, that's our goal, right. Is to literally, you know, have the person change, like fundamentally change who they are, right? Because that's the only way you get permanent success, right? Especially with health and fitness, mate. Oh, yeah, of course, man. Yeah, yeah, You have to change your, you know, if someone wants to change, like you need to change, obviously, you know, they don't realize it, but they need to change their lifestyle, you know? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? If someone wants to lose a lot of weight or they want to, yeah. or they want to be somebody who goes to the gym regularly, a lot of guys would, would always message me, they're like, I want this to be my lifestyle. So they want to, be the kind of person that would train, you know, every day or whatever. So they, you know, but they have, but that's it. You have to change your lifestyle. And with changing your lifestyle comes all these different things. You 100%. know, yeah, hundred percent. And a good, like just for the listeners as well, right? It's like lifestyle environment, right? That's part of yeah. lifestyle. You know, who who you actually spend your time with, your physical environment, right? You know what the I mean? Like, oh, yeah, emotional, Basically. emotional environment as well, right? Like how long you spend on social media, right? These are all things that we really look deep into right you know like and that's not taking anything away from other coaches and stuff like that but people always think yeah diet and training i'll fix those so i'm good no 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 (laughs) to fix to fix what you need to fix like you said is your lifestyle and it's changing the way you think right yeah Mm. but yeah man that's that's the thing about social media you can in social media environment you said especially with being in lockdown i mean it's so easy to to just like get caught up actually form a relationship with these people that you think in your head that you've formed a relationship with these people and you've never met them before. Like, yeah. And you just think that, and then you, and then Instagram is this way like of the people you click on, then it shows you more of those type of people. So yeah, all of a yeah, sudden, yeah. these are the only people that you see. And you're 100%. like, oh, you, know, you think that this is the world and it's not. Like, 100%. You know? Instant gratification. How much do you, um, 
have do you ever have that battle with clients in terms of like uh they call it social comparisons don't they now uh you know when yeah. you compare yourself to, and we're programmed to compare ourselves right it's an, it's an evolutionary thing but with the emergence of social media right do you sometimes ever have to check clients or do you feel like that's sometimes a battle with you in terms of social media usage comparisons or even sometimes comparing themselves to other people in the group right who have implemented oh, more yeah, yeah, and getting better yeah. results Mm, yeah, yeah, there is. There's a lot of yeah, especially if someone's if there's a great if someone puts up a back or if I put up a transformation photo into the group or whatever, uh, it can you know it can annoy people that they haven't got those results in the same amount of time, and so you've obviously it could, and then a lot of the time people are you know comparing themselves yet yeah, to Instagram trainers and stuff like that, and you know they'll say oh I just saw this guy putting up he has this thing called you know it's pre workout what do you reckon will this make a difference I'm like fuck me like. <laughs> That's not why he's ripped. <laughs> you know, that's not why he looks like that. Like exactly. You know, so it's it's um it is tough. You know, it is it is it is hard. Hundred mm, percent for them. You know, but it, it, you know, it's 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 part of life, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, man. So yeah, man. So speaking on that note, then I was going to say in regards to uh, something you were saying then about social media comparisons and like people are exposed to so much now, right? You know, like it's it's the information era, right? People can get all the information they want. Yeah. But where people like me and you come in, right? Obviously, yeah. we help people implement, right? And actually yeah. take the right action steps for what results they want, right? Because you've got all this information, but you can spin your wheels. I'm sure you've had this, right? You've had some people who come to you, they've been struggling for decades with the same problem. And that problem has just got worse and worse, right? Over time. Yeah, no, big time. And that, that, yeah, that's it. You get, there's so much information, but there's too much information. So, 100%. you know, if, you, if you're... You know, if it's even in business, you know what I mean? Like there's so many uh, ideas of how to do coaching properly or whatever. And you're just like, I don't know which one to do. Like, you know, so mm. it's the same. You just need someone to kind of help you to, to, to give you peace of mind that what you're doing is actually going to work. Because I think mm. that's the main thing. Because obviously being in a calorie deficit sucks, you know. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't suck, you get used to it. But like it's, it's or, or um, you know, having to train when you're tired sometimes isn't easy, but you, 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 want, you want to make sure if you're going to put the effort into doing it, getting up at 5 a.m. to train or whatever it is, that it's actually going to work, you know? So um, that's, that's half the battle, I think. That's, yeah, 100%. That's 100%, man, 100%. You want to get your bang for your buck, isn't it? Because a lot of the times, like as people I coach, Vin, right, they're already, you know, for the most part, they're already driven individuals, right? They're ambitious. Yeah. And they really just want to get to that next level, right? They want to kind of, you know, unlock their true potential, right? So they're driven, but it's like putting the work in and not getting the results. There's nothing worse than actually putting the work in, right? Yeah. And setting that time aside and just yeah. not getting the results you deserve, right? It's it's designing. That's, I guess, why it is important to get a coach. Even, I mean, I have a coach. I have a, yeah. I have a coach. He's, a, he's, a, he's actually in Australia. But... Um, you know, he gives me programs, he does my, you know, gives me accountability. And, you know, I don't have to worry about that. I can worry about my own clients. Mm. I don't have to go there and go, what will I do? And will this work? Because even though we're coaches, we still would second guess going, fuck, should I be doing this? Maybe yeah. not. Maybe I think I need to do a bit more of this. But it's not always the case. You know what I mean? It's, mm. it's just so much easier when you have a coach. It's just so nice to just have that peace of mind. It's that yeah. safety net going, yeah. my physical and my you know, my, you know, my health is covered here because mm. there's someone looking after it for me. 100%, man. And I can see the value in that. I've never had that myself, but I do follow programs. You know what I mean? I like, I'll find certain programs, proper programs, right? 
Um, and I'll kind of follow that as well. So it's just literally black and white, mate. Like you spend time planning stuff out on that, right? You just want to take the guesswork out. And like you said, it's the accountability. You know what I mean? I can definitely, I can definitely see value in that. So just to switch gears. Well, you know? What's that? Time saving. Time saving as well, man. Because I think both of myself and myself are busy guys. People we train, we coach are busy. You know, we don't have time to be, you know, I suppose researching all this kind of stuff. Mm. You know, we want to spend it on our clients. We don't want to have to spend it on ourselves as well, you know. Definitely, man. Definitely. So I guess just to kind of wrap this up soon, mate, anyway, I was going to um, ask you about on that note, like Authority Network, right? So that's how, you know, Vinny and I actually know each other. Well, we knew each other, obviously, the competing world. And then I saw you come into the group, mate. And uh, how, speaking of coaches, right, obviously, we've got a, like a mentor ourselves. And we're obviously, you know, part of a you know, like-minded group of people in Authority Network, right? You know, kind of other, you know, fitness entrepreneurs and whatnot. Uh, you know, we're in like, they don't mess around today. It's like the 1% of elite coaches in the world, right? Yeah. And mate, how transformational has it been for you, man? So I know for me, it's, uh, it's definitely been a life changer. It's been a game changer for me in terms of, you know, business. Yes, obviously. Right. Um, but just your identity, right. The way you think, uh, your, your level of thinking and you, you notice, I don't know about you, but when you hang around with people now, like just people you used to hang around before or just, you know, and this is nothing, this is not a bad thing. Um, you sometimes just realize like your way, because people sometimes asking you questions about certain things of business, you know what I mean? They're like, oh, you, how do you do this? How do you do that? And you're like, oh, well, actually, you know, I've actually, because you're around people who are con- constantly pushing you, right? So you don't always yeah. realize how far you've come sometimes, right? It goes back to what we were saying about our clients comparing themselves, right? Yeah, that's very true, man. It does, and you, you actually, see, you know, since you said that, it actually does, it makes you realize how far, yeah, you have come, but yeah, it's mad because everybody else there is so driven. They're, they, they have great systems. And the results I'm getting with my clients now are better than I ever did with coaching in person. You know, Same. it's yeah. better than ever. And that, that's not down to me being a different coach. It's just down to how you actually coach people probably because there's everything there. You know what I mean? I think when, we, when it's in person, people go train with you in person. And then they go, well, I've had a training session now. I don't have to think about it. I can eat what I want. And I don't have to think about it for another few days. Whereas now it's completely different. It's they're thinking about it a lot more, you know. Hundred um, percent. But it is great, man, being around, uh, you know, the other coaches who are focused, driven, have all these, you know, have uh, all these different. Like it does, man. It motivate. I want to be around people who inspire me, motivate me, you know. And I know there's people out there that are doing this or doing that, and that motivates me to want to get up and go right. Well, fuck that. I'm I'm having a miracle morning this morning. I'm going to go out do my mind mindset day i'm gonna get myself hair i'm gonna plan my day you know what i mean i wouldn't yeah. be doing that if i was in that same that. same 100 man it's like you because you look up to these people and it's like it's not just oh, how much they're earning or the car they got nothing to do with the materialistic stuff really it's more about like the work they put in to get there and then obviously you know that work-life balance right it's like you see yeah. them using their time wisely learning different skills and stuff like that and you think shit man that's what i should be doing you know what yeah, i mean i should exactly. be they have a great you know, work-life balance, exactly. Yes. And they, you know, and they, but they're, they're also, you know, you're not going on to Instagram and seeing these guys who are ripped partying at the weekend, you know what I mean? And you're like, oh, yeah, I want to yeah. be like them. Stood next to a Ferrari on their profile picture, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> you know, you're looking at real people who are actually really happy, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's not happy, it's they're living and they are, you know, have a, a nice family, they've got a nice, you know, career and it's just, yeah, it's quite inspiring. Like. Exactly, man, exactly. Awesome, mate. Awesome. So just to wrap this up, mate, I was going to ask you, so what would you, what would you say to a younger Vinny man to like a younger, maybe 18 or 20 year old Vinny? 
What would you say to him, man, if you could sit him down and say, right, here's some advice, being where you're at now, what would you say to him? It's a tough one, man. It is, isn't it? Yeah, you you, you, you sit there for about five hours grilling him, right? (laughs) I mean, the obvious one is probably um, to not have done my first ecstasy tablet. Yeah. You know, I think I took my first ecstasy tablet when I was 18. Yeah. And I kind of, I was obviously the word, you know, I should never have gone anywhere near drugs. So, yeah, it was probably a. Probably to never, never do drugs. Just don't yeah. touch. To be honest, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Simple, isn't it? And that can be helpful for other people as well, right? Because there's going to be all sorts of people listening to this, and it's like you know, basically, once you once you sometimes cross that line, right? Especially if you've got certain characteristics, right? You weren't to know at 18 that you were going to be an addict, right? You weren't to know that, right? But because mm. no one's told you otherwise, it's like that's the thing, though. Man, once you cross that line, there's no coming back because. That's it, you experience something that you've never experienced before. Maybe you've got loads of insecurities, social uh, anxiety, all those kind of things, and that all disappears. You know what I mean? Hmm. But of course, you think, well, this is amazing. I need more of this, you know? Yeah, so yeah. There's no, there's, no, there's no turning back. You know? Sweet, mate. So one more thing, right, just to switch gears again. We've gone, like, all over the place, but it's great, man, because you've had a great conversation. There's loads of nuggets in here, man, for the audience. But, you know, like someone listening to this now, let's say they want to, like, they want what you were talking about, right? They want, um, they want more confidence, you know? They want to feel good about their body, but they also want to perform better, right? They want to be more productive. They want to be sharper. They want more energy. Like, what would you, what would you kind of say to them? Like, right, this is, this is what you should focus on mainly. Like, you know, what would you, what would you say? I know it's a broad question, but... I would say focus on uh, building habits, yeah, that is the most important thing. Building habits, man. So it's habits. Habits are like what you said. You get up in the morning time and you train it first thing in the morning, right? Because it's a habit. Yeah, it's building those habits because at the end of the day, it's not what you do. You, 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 your body doesn't care that you've done had an amazing two weeks and then you fall off the wagon. You know, it, it, it's it's what you can do and being able to sustain it that's going to get a result. So it's mm. building habits. Habits of prepping your meals. Habits of tracking your food. Habits of training certain days every week at those times. That's the most important thing that's going to get a result. Love it, mate. And stick into those habits in there because sometimes people think, oh, "I'll just do this habit and I'll I'll do that habit and I'll do that one at the same time." Right? Trying yeah. to change like three different things all at once. Yeah. The chance of that lasting for the rest of your life is very, very slim to none, isn't it, mate? Yeah. Yeah. Very true, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Love it, mate. Man, it was great talking to you, mate. I really, really appreciate your time, mate. That was awesome, bro. I appreciate it, Vin. Yeah, no, cheers, man. That was daddy. Cheers, bro.